Don't start your best man speech like this. For those of you who don't know me, eh, wrong. It's just wrong. It's wrong. And today, we're going to tell you why it's wrong, and we're going to help you make it right as we discuss how to deliver a great best man speech. You're listening to a little snap, snap grooves right there. We're just grooving it in. Here we go, snap it right Hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Planning Tips on the EMG Podcast. I'm sitting across from I was still snapping. It's your boy. (laughs) Your boy. I'm snapping. I'm a snapper today. Uh, I'm I'm playing the role of host today. I'm stealing Mike's job, or his typical job of what he thinks it is. Because um, <laughs> he hijacks everything. Uh, Tommy here, sitting across from Mike, like I said. We have an awesome episode with you today. Uh, we are giving you some awesome tips on how to write. This one's for the guys, Mike. This one's for the guys, It's for right? the boys. It's yeah, one I feel, very, uh, I feel very passionately about. How to deliver a best man speech. Yes, and let me tell you why we're doing this, because most of them that we listen to suck okay <laughs> i'm just gonna call it out most of you have no idea what you're doing uh and i gotta be honest and we're with here you. to help i gotta be honest with you tom as you know i'm a bit of a storyteller i i, I pride myself on my ability to you tell don't stories say. i do love to public speak mm-hmm. uh i have never given a best bad speech me neither right <laughs> so a lot of this is going to be based not in experience but based in best practices for public speaking yeah, uh, yeah because yeah, yeah. it's something that we do every weekend but uh i'm just throwing it out there i'm available if anybody needs me to pinch it you're looking for a best man to look maybe your best man can't speak you want to call in a ringer i'm your guy that's it I'll even be if he's not host. invited even you know even yeah. if he's not a guest of the party just boom we'll we'll give his cell phone number out at the end so we've compiled nine uh nine foolproof yes. tips for you yeah. um, i want to start with honorable mention some honorable mentions okay, okay. Yeah, all right on. uh in no particular order tom if you're not funny don't try to be funny. That's a good one. Own what you are and play into it, okay? Yep. There is nothing more awkward uh, than you making some sort of inside joke that's not funny, uh, or even if it's not an inside joke, just something you think is going to kill in the room and then it doesn't, and then it sucks the air out. So if you are not a naturally funny person, if you're yeah. not, you got to be true, own who you are. If you're a serious person, give a serious speech. If you're an emotional person, give an emotional don't try to be funny I if like you're it. not. If you're a funny person, tune it up to 11, baby, right? Just don't try to be funny, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's a big pet peeve for me, Tom. Do not start with the following oh, phrase. Oh, you hate this one. Okay? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Tim. Hey, Tim, now I know you, and I wish I did. <laughs> okay? Wish I didn't. Um don't start with that, all right? It's not engaging. Literally, Tom, we do hundreds of weddings per year. Yeah, year. 95% of them start yeah, with that. Let's be original. Let's Don't change the that. game, people. Let's change the game. Let's give it, give them, Mike, hold on. Before you go to the next one, give yep. them an opening line they can use. It was the summer of 1998. 
taking a page out of Dave Saulpaul's book. Yeah, of course. Got my, dad, my dad taught me that. I, I did always, that at DJ Expo. I know. You start with a hook, baby. Start yeah. with a hook. You, you Where's drop, this guy going? Drop me in right in the middle of the story. That's it. Okay. It was the summer of 98. Go. Give me more. Yeah. Guess what? For those of you who don't know me, in a second through the story, we will know you. <laughs> all right? So, all right. Tom, I'm going to I'm gonna defer to you on this last honorable mention here. This one, yes. Uh, remember to bring your champagne flute up or anything, the, the glass that you are toasting with. Some of you don't like champagne. Some of you, you know, go with the bourbon. Some of you go with water. Some of you go with whatever. Whatever it might be. Bring your beverage of choice glass with you and don't forget it because uh, you're going to look a little awkward you know, thousand around. Yeah, you're you there know? to toast. And if you don't yeah. have a drink with you, you- I, I have I have one more, Mike, that wasn't on this list that Go. just came to mind. So don't put the hook, if you're going to write down your speech in a physical format, like not on your phone or, or whatever, like on separate pages, don't put the hook or like the hook, line, and sinker on the separate page. Don't be like mid-speech and mm-hmm. then be like, oh, let me flip the page, so and then there's the hook. Figure you know? out your breakpoints. Exactly. Yeah. Good. All right. So now we're going to go in uh, nine nine tips. We're going to move pretty quickly here. Yep. Nine tips when you are writing or delivering your best man speech. These are not in order of importance. They are in chronological order that they will sort of occur. Okay. So yeah. number one. Here we go. You got to plan. All right. You have to. You you must plan. Oh my God! I just lied. I'm touching your hand. I have delivered a best man speech. I completely forgot about it. See, now hold on. Wait a minute. Now this is a good speech because before you dropped this in the middle of the story, right? Right. Didn't ju- and now we're now here we're we back. We're now we're hook. back at the start. Now I'll tell you why I just remembered that because here I am telling you to plan. All right, you got to give yourself t- uh, plenty of time. Uh, let ideas sort of formulate. Don't put it off to the last minute, right? Because especially if you're in the bridal party, the weeks leading up to the wedding are going to be very busy for you. Sure. The reason why I just remembered is I didn't plan at all. <laughs> You didn't remember it either, apparently. Well, here's what happened. It started to stress me out because I knew I should plan and I wanted to plan, but I was drawing blanks, okay? And there was added pressure because I was a co-best man. So the other guy was going to speak before me. And so the maid of honor and the other best man knew that I loved public speaking. That I, And in fact, probably at the time, I was like, I wanted to give one of these forever. And they felt, they were not public speakers, and they felt like I was going to like demolish Destroy them. It, yeah. So they kept going, we can't follow you. We got to go first. We got to go first. And it was adding to the pressure because I couldn't come up with what to say. <laughs> and so the more I wanted to plan- That's very uh, unlike you, Mike. Very unlike me. So I'll, I'll continue to tell that story as we as we move through this. But don't okay. don't be like me. Uh, don't overthink it, but, but do give yourself- uh, enough time to plan. That's a good number one. two. All right, so we kind of already covered this one. Start with a hook, right? Mike, as he suggested, start with like a. It was the summer of 1998. Give give people give people a a story set point, right? Hook them right off the bat. Keep them engaged and go from there. Yeah, uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. The Tale of Two Cities, right? Famous opening line because it's like, well, what do you mean by that? It draws, you want to draw your audience in. You will eventually get to your name and your relationship, but start with a hook, okay? Number three. Then you're going to want to express your gratitude and talk about your relationship with the groom. But you know, you're going to want to move through that rather quickly. So in in part of, uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is, rather than say it, show it. So show people who you are by, you know, it was the summer of 1998. I, I walked onto the playground and there I met Tom Gambusa, who little did I know is our groom tonight, would go on to become my best friend. All right, we've set the stage, right? And right. we've done so. And now a, you know the relationship. Right, we've done so in a very uh, succinct way. Um, look, if you're going to use an anecdote, right? 
a story about how you met, if it's more, if it if it's going to be more elaborate than what I just said, you're going to want to link it to their partner because yeah. you don't want to set the awkward uh, moment up where you're just up there talking about you know the best the, the groom the groom the groom the groom. You have to link it to the partner because at the end of the day, it's not about your relationship with the groom. It's the groom and and you know their their husband, their wife, their right. whoever they're marrying that day. It's it's about their relationship. So make sure that any anecdotal stories are either short and sweet. Or if they're going to be a little bit longer, that they're linking, uh, you know, to that person. And that's kind of leads into number four. Like Mike said, focus on the couple's relationship and not just your own with with that person. And now here's an interesting thought, Mike. And I've I've always um, I've always been an advocate of this, similar to your tip of the week or the honorable mention of like if you're not funny, uh, don't be don't try to be funny. I would say center center your speech around. How the the couple's relationship style. Some some love is sweet. Some love is funny. Some love is oh, a little bit more serious. You know, so if it's if it's like a more serious, reserved couple, don't be outlandish in your speech and try to make all these jokes and and vice versa. So I think there there has a lot to do with not just focusing on you know maybe how they met and and what a great relationship focus on their is, style, the style of the yeah. relationship too, and of the wedding. Right, right, the style exactly. of, the, of the wedding too. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a good one. Number five. You're, Love this one. You're going to want to keep it short. Just keep it short. The best speeches are two and a half minutes or under. Ooh. I was at a wedding. Uh, it was a cityscape wedding. It was uh, the best man got up and he was dr- very dry. Oh. And he said, "I've I've written a book," and everybody's like, <laughs> "He's oh, written a book." Funny. My man pulled out a book and started reading. Now, see, hold on. Before he pulled out the book, yep. That would be a good hook, <laughs> right? Hey, so I wrote a book. Not if you mean it, though, okay? <laughs> and I think the groom's name was Tom. No pun intended here, and uh, no correlation. And he said, uh, it, he he nicknamed his his buddy, the the groom, the, the Tominator 7000. That's what it was, the Tominator 7000. And the book he wrote was a, a user manual that he was reading to the bride. I'm not kidding you, about 32 minutes into his speech, the bride is looking like either you cut the mic or I'm setting fire to the venue. Uh Um, Don't do that. Keep it short. People's attention spans are short. Keep it short. Keep it short. Uh, Keep it short. Okay? Number six. Practice makes perfect. Gotta practice. Gotta practice. Rehearse it, but not to the point of where you're going to start forgetting. So I'll pick my story back up again. Go I uh, I realized the more pressure I put on myself, I, I you know for the for the best man speech, I had to just kind of relax because I am someone who can just I I perform better shooting off the cuff. If I right. rehearsed it and rehearsed it and rehearsed it, I'd lose the emotion. Yes, exactly. Right? So don't uh, or not even the emotion meaning like it's got to be sappy. If you are going to be funny, because mine did end up being funny, you you don't want to lose the the time the cadence of it. Right. Right. And exactly. So you don't want it to sound rehearsed. Exactly, right? So you don't want to be a, a robot, but you should definitely practice. Yep. Okay. Number seven. Write it down, but figure out which writing style is best for you. Okay? Some people need to read it word for word. That's not me. I'm a bullet point. Give me the, the order of the bullet points and I let me point on this. and let me fill in. If you fall into that first camp where you're going to write the whole thing out word for word, uh, don't have your head buried in a piece of paper or your phone, yeah. all right? You, and that's where the practicing can come in. If you have to read it, you know, you got to practice keeping your head up and looking out into your audience because you're at the end of the day, if you're not a public speaker, for those hopefully two and a half minutes, you are and you need to hold the attention of that room and and 
a big hurdle uh, that you need to jump and uh, sort of how you get there is by looking up and engaging eye contact with the room. What's helped me, I found, is actually doing video here, like shooting video and our promo stuff at... I'm, the worst. Trade, the worst. I think, yeah, yeah, the worst. But what's helped me is I'm very thematic. So if I know my themes that I got to hit yeah. or headers that I got to hit, then I can go off the cuff the rest of the way. So maybe that helps you too. Number eight. It's a big one. Yeah. Uh, don't drink beforehand or at least excessively. I mean, some people can get loosened up by like a splash, but you know, don't go overboard. It, it, this one's very simple. Don't be, don't be a fool while you're up there. Yeah. Don't ruin the moment for other people. Uh, we've seen it a lot. People get up, they're slurring yeah. their words or they start cursing. It's just, it's not a good thing. Um, I'm of the, like when I was the best man, I did not drink until after my speech. I know a lot of people that choose to do that. I won't do it. It's yeah. uh, to me, that's like, I got to deliver. I got to, I got to perform here. And so just like here, we don't drink when we're on the job playing or DJing. We're, we're performing. So if you are going to drink, um, you know, you know, your limit, uh, try to stick within it. Okay. And so finally, number nine, nine tip here, finish with a congratulations and a toast. We told you, you know, remember to bring up your champagne flute or your drink, whatever. Um, you need to end with a toast. I feel like that is a, um, that's a, a tradition of that's kind of gone away where you, you, the best man gets up and he's like, all right, yeah, and good luck. You know, it's like, don't forget, r- literally raise your, glass raise your glass and give a sentiment. I wish you many years of, you know, that is a, a nice tradition that will help to punctuate and end your short, well-prepped uh, speech. It usually gets you the biggest round of applause, too. That is true. When you yeah. give like the, the nice. It's like people know that that is the that's the finality. The finality? Finale. We're going to look that well, up and hold get back on. to you. This is the That's finality of this third. episode, speaking of. Well, do you want me to give you some bonus content? Do you want uh, me to tell you the story of my speech? Yes. Okay. So, Maid of Honor gets up, head buried in the paper, okay? Lord Wait, knows, so hold on. You ended up going last. Of course. All right. Nice. But I, but at this point, she gets up to speak. I still don't know what I'm going to say, okay? Head buried in the paper, weird breakpoints like we talked about, just reading. It's going on way too long, and but still, I don't know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Best man gets up, okay? Love this guy. Very nice guy. Give me a 30. Time out. Yep. Best man gets up. What was your role? Also best man. Co-best oh, okay. Man. Co-best. <laughs> First best man gets up. He's an accountant, right? So <laughs> nice guy, but you know. Yeah. Uh, dry. Yeah. Dry. Very dry, uh-huh. right? So he's he's doing the thing that we said. He's picking like weird inside jokes that nobody finds funny. It's a, yep. a, a bizarro thing, right? Uh, okay. I still don't know what I'm talking about. The very last thing he says picks up on a theme that the maid of honor also talked about. The groom, our buddy that was getting married, was a very, very large, large individual known for his strength and his manhood. And so the uh, the maid of honor talked about it, and so too did the best man. In that moment, I went, I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to go the opposite way, right? So that cuts to me, uh, and they go, okay, and now here's Mike. Uh, applause, applause dies down. I don't know what I'm going to say, okay? My opening hook was... Have you ever slept next to a 300-pound man before? <laughs> and everybody was like, uh, uh, there was like, like that awkward silence, right? And I went, our strapping, our strapping groom here. Now, notice, people, I have not t- told anyone who I am yet. Correct. Our strapping groom known for throwing his, his gorgeous young bride here over his shoulder and, and carrying <laughs> every time somebody has to move, you call this groom and he's our man, whatever. And I proceed to tell this story of one night. It's a, it's a long story. I won't get into it. But basically... Um, we, uh, we ended up, this is going to sound terrible. We ended up crashing in a, in 
a bed. We were in a foreign country and we got stuck in a whatever. There was one bed. We both had to sleep in there. He passed out and he started to like in his sleep, like move his foot up against like my, we were back to back. And and he moved. <laughs> he bent his leg up backward and nestled his size 12 foot like in my thighs. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Get off of me. And in his like sleeping state, he went, I'm sorry, I, I was cold. You were warm. And I went, huh? <laughs> You big, tough, strong man, you. So basically, I just, I ripped him to shreds because Correct. everybody else had talked about it. But then I turned around and I made it. But this is the kind of guy, you know, he's tough exterior, warm interior. He loves his bride so much. And you pivot. Two and a half minutes, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. And you killed the room. Killed the room. I got an encore chant, Tom. Who gets an encore chant? <laughs> Tell us more story. Yeah, I was like, I please, I can't, but... Keep, keep doing find this. me at the bar. This is, this is feeding my ego. Yeah. Uh, but no, but so long story short, please call me. I want to give a speech. Please, yeah, that's it. Please yeah, call me. Somebody, please, please call me. Can we, sh- his, his cell phone will be in show notes. That's right. All right. Well, that's it. That's how to give a best man speech. Thanks for listening. Uh, and there we'll see it. you next time here on Tom's uh, Emporium of a uh, Wedding Speech yes. Fund. Back up to Emporium. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.